king, you have summoned me. What is it? Take this here vibranium to the brother Myers as a gift from the people of Wakanda. Go and bring him the vibranium mic. He will use it wisely. Who are you? You don't know. Don't tell me Negro. That's absolutely nothing. What did you do before you were named a Negro? And where were you? And what did you have there? Ask Professor Maurice Miles Martinez, MC Brother Miles, and he'll tell you like it really is. You can shackle the hands of black people. You can jail the bodies of black people. But you cannot shackle or jail the minds of black people. Rise up, black man, black woman, and reach to go back to Africa. My father was a Garveyite. Thus, Marcus Garvey can be thought of as my grandfather. But when you say, I've read in... Dr. Ben's book, or I've read in Dr. Ivan Van Sertima's book, or I've read in Professor Maurice Miles Martinez's book, they say, don't speak that information in here. Brothers and sisters, speak your truth to the world. Brother Miles, the black man's truth is here. The Real Wakandas of Africa podcast. History is a clock that people use to tell their political, economic, and cultural time of day. Brother Miles, the relationship of history to the people is the same as the relationship of a mother to her child. Free at last and proud to be black. One day, Miles will be free at last. Hey, Brother Miles. That was really great, man. I'm impressed. Welcome to the Real Wakandas of Africa podcast, the place where black history, hip-hop, and spoken word come together. I'm your host, Maurice Miles Martinez, also known as MC Brother Miles. At the end of each podcast, we have an original spoken word poetry or hip-hop track by myself. Two weeks ago, in Season 2, Episode 35 of this podcast, I hosted the second annual Real Wakandas of Africa concert. I have some new music there, including a rap track about the Great Wall of Africa, which is in Nigeria and is 10,000 miles long. So check out the New Year's Eve concert, Season 2, Episode 35. Originally, it was thought that West Africans, and more specifically Nigerians, didn't make glass, and that glass was imported from Europe. So it was thought that any glass found in Nigeria's original nations and empires had to be made in Europe. Part of this stems from the reality that there was a lack of archaeological data showing that West Africans made glass. But the other part of this stems from the racist myth of the biased term Sub-Saharan Africa. We dealt with that term in Season 2, Episode 17 of this podcast. Basically, this term is used to cut off Africa from its ancient civilizations to the north. So definitely check that podcast out, Season 2, Episode 17, called Sub-Saharan Africa Does Not Exist. Now, this term Sub-Saharan Africa has also been applied to glassmaking. To my knowledge, ancient Egyptians were making glass about 3,250 years ago. Because Egypt is in North Africa, the term Sub-Saharan Africa is often deployed by racist scholars and journalists alike to communicate the fallacious idea that people below the Sahara Desert didn't have civilization and also didn't make glass. But now we have evidence to refute this idea. In Nigeria, which is in West Africa, and is typically misnomered as part of sub-Saharan Africa, the first exposure to glass 
was said to be from trade with Europe. However, a few years ago, archaeologists uncovered glass beads that were being made in Nigeria, and these predate contact with the major European nations making contact with pre-colonial Nigerian countries and empires such as the Yoruba. A scholar by the name of Abademi Babaola has analyzed some 13,000 glass beads that were found in Nigeria and is having a Nigerian origin. This analysis came from the fact that the glass beads were not in finished form. They weren't complete. They were created, but weren't fully fashioned into a finished form, which showed that they were still being worked on in Nigeria as opposed to outside of Nigeria. To add to this evidence showing that they were being crafted locally in Nigeria, the materials that went into making these Nigerian glass beads was unique. It didn't exist in Europe, nor in any other part of the world. In other words, the beads had very specific percentages of material that went into making the glass, and this didn't match other glass beads in other parts of the world. This analysis was done through something called mass spectrometry, where the components that went into making the glass beads could be measured. They also measured the signature elements, and then they can be compared to local elements. So basically they took these elements that they found in the glass beads and they went back to elements that are found in the land in Nigeria and they showed a Nigerian origin of these glass beads. Now these glass beads represent an important find in Nigeria because they represent glass making in West Africa as well as in the misnomered place called Sub-Saharan Africa in pre-colonial times. And this is another way that we affirm the civilization and the great civilizations of West Africans and Nigerians in pre-colonial times. As always, we conclude the real Wakandas of Africa podcast with an original spoken word poetry or hip-hop track by myself, MC Brother Miles. Nigerians made glass beads with undue speed, exceeding the needs of the people of Nigeria for decorative necklaces made with the glass bead proceeds. Women and men of ancient Nigeria, Ile Ife industry. But European bias said that anyone south of the Sahara could not aspire to make anything worthwhile. Today, we make them out to be liars as the beads had been crafted and cut from Nigerian substance in the earth, shaped by artisans in the make until they came out to be created in place, glass beads into a Nigerian plate. A platter to which they have sat for 1,000 years, 13,000 beads representative of Nigerian civilization 
the Nigerian nation in pre-colonial times, a place where we can shine light on this incredible archaeological find. Thank you again for listening to the Real Wakandas of Africa podcast. When you have a chance, please pick a copy of my books up from Amazon. The Real Wakandas of Africa, Dr. John Henry Clark versus Herman Cain. The Great Wall of Africa, the Empire of Benin's 10,000 mile long wall. And The Real Vibranium of Africa, also under the title, The Wakanda's Real Vibranium of Africa. And... Finally, Akhenaten's Dreams, my latest book. You can find them under my name, Maurice Miles Martinez on Amazon or under those titles. If you would like to become a sustaining member of this podcast, you can click on the link on whatever platform you use to listen to it on and it will take you to my anchor.fm podcast page where you can actually support it at anywhere between $1 and $9.99 per month. Should you need to contact me, you can reach me at Maurice Miles Martinez at gmail.com, all one word, Maurice, M-A-U-R-I-C-E, Miles, M-I-L-E-S, Martinez, M-A-R-T-I-N-E-Z, at gmail.com. Once again, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Please subscribe and share it with your friends.